We're going to be doing part two of the Samantha Josephson murder and uh, go a little bit more in depth. I talked before broad strokes about the crime, the investigation, the suspect who was um, ultimately convicted of her murder, um, the parents' role in um, bringing Samantha's name to light and the safety um, laws that have gone into place. So today um, is part two, but I wanted to get a little bit more in depth with and about Samantha. So you ready to go, Jenny? I'm ready. Okay. So Samantha Josephson was a college student at um, University of South Carolina. She's originally from New Jersey. Now, Nathaniel Rowland is, uh, was originally the suspect and um, her killer, he lived in South Carolina. And so the details of the case was she was out with friends one evening. She wanted to leave before the group left and she called an Uber. Um, and or lift, and she um, mis uh, chose the car she went into. And uh, what we found out through the investigation is that on camera, Nathaniel was circling that area for quite a while, almost looking for this opportunity. And so she um, thought one car before the before Nathaniel's car came up was the Uber for her. Uh, she opens the door. They say no. Um, he quickly makes a U-turn, sees what happens, pulls up and says yes. And in her, um, she gets in the car. He has a baby lock, so she can't get out. He, unfortunately, she, uh, he takes her um, quite far away and her body is found the next day. So the interesting point to me of this case and why it's it's a really important thing and something that is kind of a schism in what we think of our as peripherally our safety is Uber and Lyft have been an, an amazing um, business for the people who drive and, you know, it, just for transportation in general. And the many, many times that I've taken an Uber or Lyft, especially from the airports when traveling, I never considered that that could be dangerous. I just didn't think because it's just so automated and and you you just assume and on the periphery uh, that you would assume that somebody who would um, everybody I, I don't think they go through background checks I think it's just they check their um, uh, you know to make sure the car is in working order but um, Jenny before this case had you ever considered uh, that you wouldn't be safe in an Uber I don't know maybe um, well, you did I yes I did um, I well not necessarily an Uber but um, before Ubers were a thing, I worked and lived downtown mm -hmm. and I would take cabs all the time. And there was a specific mm -hmm. cab driver. I had some really scary rides with two nights, the same driver, yeah. um, took me past where I, where my turn was and it was really scary. So, so right. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because the times years ago, uh, when you take a cab, I always thought there were trying to you know just uh, run up the bill in terms mm -hmm. of more mileage and stuff but you're right especially if you're alone usually I was in a car yeah. with somebody you know yeah. co-worker or something but I think hey wait a minute we're supposed to be back there or it's it's easier when you're from out of town and you're not that familiar but when you're familiar and you know what you know the term yeah. that that's it's it's incredibly scary well I, and the, yeah. the thing about running up the bill with that is I was in like all of downtown, it was like a $5 per mm -hmm. 
per trip in certain oh. in a certain area and right. i was just inside that right. so he couldn't charge me extra because i was in that square right i think the thing you know there's of course in all the years that we've the cab drivers somebody ride share because cabs i have no idea how many years but it's been a very long time yeah um is that you've heard of things happening maybe it's a cab driver who followed somebody home right so he goes and attacks her then because he knows where she lives now maybe mm -hmm. um but usually not the way just because the, the that crime of opportunity in terms of all the things that had to go right for him to be able to get her yeah right so yeah. so that so, so it's like oh just and then kind of that whole um thing of now again i remember you know if you used an uber app it will say it's going to be you know a black sedan blah 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 mm -hmm. and then you can if you want to you can watch it travel towards you it's three yeah. minutes away two minutes away and so that was the weird thing about that she didn't have that she just walked up to the car opened yeah. the you know the first car and opened it up which i thought that was odd but maybe she's like huh. did I somebody know, else you know, order her uber maybe no, it says that, that she ordered it. It was, okay. Yeah, it's just for whatever reason, because it can't even, you, you know, we'll never know, but whatever reason, she just walked up to the car instead of looking at it. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's that that's an alarm bell for me, just somebody who's traveled alone. Yeah. And been in places like, I need to know. And that was like my safety <laughs> to say, if it's on, you know, it means a company knows that this car is connected to me. That's, yes. and maybe, and that's not something yeah. to think out loud. That that's kind of like the safety feature. Is that is that that where his mm -hmm. luck and you know happened is that she she got in because that would be yeah. it's like I, if I saw the you know pretend it was the black sedan coming up would I get into that car um, unless I'd been following it on my map to say it's here kind of thing and then and then yeah. there are times where well not times but you can choose the car you can say this person's this close mm -hmm. or that close or whichever. So it gives you a little bit of a sense of safety, but if you're not using your phone and you just yeah. walk up to the car, that it was just the perfect timing and the perfect storm. Because if mm -hmm. you know if she's thinking, well, what do I have to hold up my car? You know, it's a black sedan I'm waiting for, pretend. But all the right. conditions, it was dark. He had a brown car versus black, something, you know, something like that. Yeah. So, so the that's something that that is interesting and now we know because we've heard about this one horrific case to double triple check and then we'll talk about it in a minute how her parents said as for her legacy we're going to go and see if we can get a law passed a safety law and they did in um south carolina new jersey also passed a law and the parents are trying to get a federal law passed that is um called sam's law which is that there has to be a decal of some sort that you can identify that it's an Uber car or a yeah. Lyft car. Yeah, so yeah. something, and you would think, oh, that's so simple. Now I do know for a friend of mine who drives for both Uber and Lyft, they they have them here in California. I don't know if they even have to have a law, but the company's just requiring it. Um, they, I yeah. know most of the ones here do. Yeah. I don't know if they all do because I don't really use them anymore, but I know I see their, I see the decals or the lights all the time everywhere right. so so the interesting part about the i keep saying the word interesting because it's interesting that's why we're doing the show <laughs> but so here is samantha beautiful brilliant 
smart, great, you know, friend and to everyone that she knew. And, but Nathaniel wasn't far off from that. Yeah. And so, so that's where it's always going to be in which for this show, I will always bring cases that you just think what happened that we'll never know. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Cause that, yeah. that, yeah. that, that whatever, because his thing was, he was going to um, a university at the time and he studied, um, he played basketball and he had really just no sign of aggressive behavior. He had a little bit of um, criminal stuff, but it was about trying to sell something of not value. It wasn't exactly fraud, but it was a misdemeanor, but nothing on the radar that you'd say Yeah. Uh, that this guy's, you know, no one came out and said he's been fighting with people his whole life. And, and so that is I'm always intrigued by that. And these are all the cases that I bring of, of people who are just walking around among us and mm-hmm. just sitting there with that, um, that, that moment and that opportunity, but you have to, you, for what he did and the way he did it, because that's what they, when they started getting all of the, the footage from that public area, um, it was very clear it was his car. It was very clear it was him in the car. And then when they stopped him, once they identified the car and then they pulled him over and he ran from the police, they yeah. thought, hmm, we got something here. And you look like the guy in the car, it is your car. And now you're running from us when we try to pull you over to talk to you about it. Yeah. Now, of course, um, the investigation, they, they start with the, it starts with where is she? She's not around. And then um, that next morning, because uh, after he had murdered her, he had placed um, her body of a short way away from his parents' farm because um, yeah. he lived out in the middle of nowhere. And then the gentleman who owned the farm next in a big lot of land, they were um, hunting for turkeys and that's where they found her body. So the next morning, so the investigation starts. And so this is one of the most um uh, interesting things and intriguing things to me is everything pointed to this guy from him being in the car, from the, the cameras and the pictures and the everything. And then the yeah. fact that she was found so close to his parents' home off yeah. on a side road in between farms out in the middle of farms, which anybody who lives, you live in a state that is very flat and yeah. lots and lots and lots of farms, you can go for miles and miles and miles. And so you, you, it it does take um, a level of disbelief to think that how random that she would show up near the guy's car, the guy looks like he, he, um, yeah, he was in the car, it was his car, and now it's near his parents' house. Yeah. So he denies it to this day that he had nothing to do with it. And it's not up to him to prove that he didn't do it. So, you know, he can't do that. What I'm amazed by is how much of an impact when her, the, his mother spoke of how much they believe him. And so, yeah. so I, and I keep putting myself in that position. I'm thinking, because mm-hmm. hmm. it, it's kind of as a, as a spectator, I look and go, well, we're, we've been taught, you know, it, is he a career criminal? Does he have a big rap sheet? Does anybody say he's mm-hmm. been angry before? All the signs that you think, yeah. and then, wouldn't his parents see something in him 
Or does he, do the parents say, well, he just said he didn't do it, even though, and then I think, uh, do you not see the evidence we see? <laughs> yeah. Because that, at some point, I think, would I have to look at my kid and go, come on, it's a mile away from the farm, and it's right. you in the car, and it's your license plate. And like some people don't hmm. see their kids wrong. Yeah. Like some people are blinded by my child would never do that, even if they're horrible. Right. And that I think, yeah. So, so that's part to me is, and I um, hope someday we can have a forensic forensic psychologist on. That would be really fun to say with all, all of these cases to go, uh, all of the evidence about all the blood in his car, even the, the yeah, girlfriend yeah. that he had at the time was saying, what's with all the blood in the car? And then he cleaned up as best he could, but through all of the blood that was covered in Samantha's blood, all the all the cleanup materials in the girlfriend's. So that's a lot of evidence pointing to. Yeah, that's a lot of evidence. How could Samantha's like, blood be on 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 you know uh, cleanup uh, stuff in bags in the girl in your girlfriend's thing? Too, too much yeah, connection, that, right? <laughs> together. Yeah. But and yet his mother kept saying, "I just know in my heart," and he unless it's just everybody just says, and maybe maybe she does. I don't know. There's. There's so many parents who will who'd say, um, of course, my kid, my kid said he didn't do it. I'm going to stand by him no matter what. I get that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the, but me, when I watched her talk, I thought she believes this to her core. Mm -hmm. And maybe she doesn't want to see everything. I don't know. I can't, I can't yeah. talk to her, but it, but it is a, it's, it's an amazing um, testament to yes how far you can go with your kid I kind of think mm -hmm. I'm pretty pragmatic to go all right you know what we'll, we'll get you a little money put on your the books for you <laughs> then get some shampoo and q-tips um, uh, but you but, I, I can't I can't not see that but, right but you did it <laughs> right yeah. you did it and let's all be happy <laughs> because yeah. we're all yes and just tell the judge you did it maybe they'll give you some mercy right and we'll come visit you on Saturdays I don't know but um <laughs> So yeah, so we talked about that. So the parents, and then of course the um, always when someone denies the murder, and you get to put it all, to, you know, the police put it all together with their investigation, um, we'll never truly know the story, except but you know, yeah. but enough of the story was proven with evidence that's pretty horrific. Um, yeah, and and as a parent of a child, uh, I just I'm amazed at what her parents did and kind of with their grief in terms mm -hmm. of saying we need to do something about it and and not only and they and and that's what I want to talk about real quick but they started um talking to the state legislatures congress people to say we, there has to be a way for us to alert and the and the I mean the the case was horrific nationwide I'm sure North yeah. Carolina especially with the university and everything and everyone was just as shocked and it was it was just terrible it's like your worst fear of anybody's to be abducted and then yeah. and then murdered in that way and then it's always insult to injury when it's a young person and they have their whole life ahead of them and it was just yeah but the um so what they did was they have um in, in uh new jersey and in uh north carolina they passed sam's law and it's so it enhances the protections protections for drivers and passengers using the rideshare services. 
And so, and now they're working on the federal government and that's gonna take longer to get through. I could, I could not imagine, um, I don't know, I couldn't imagine it. You can't as a parent, uh, losing your child, let alone to a violent crime, but then the fortitude yeah. of somebody who could say, we have to turn this into something that could help other people. Mm -hmm. Cause that's, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. It's like to say through this grief. And then, I mean, we talk about it and even though talking about true crime, the way our show does or anybody's show, it is a bit of in it's in, it's not a bit, it's entertainment. It's listed under entertainment. Mm -hmm. And yet I think most people are drawn to it because of just how unusual it is and then and why people do what they do and and so there's and there's plenty of laws that we've had be, before we even came on this earth that have to do with wrong you know the wrongdoing of yeah. someone yeah and because it's not you know so let's give you a deep you know it's not just you know you shouldn't murder but um uh you can't do this or all these extra things that people are charged with is that yeah. you know one murder and there's 15 charges because of all the other th things they do between the uh, you know you can't hide evidence you can't you know <laughs> hide them in the woods or, <laughs> or whichever so that yeah. but but that is a big deal to be able to get to the you know so i, I kind of look at it as that samantha play paid the ultimate price of course for us to be safer mm -hmm. and then the parents took yeah. it you know right so the parents took it to that because there's a lot of crimes that happen that someone I, I don't know you'd think there'd be some legislature or i know there are parents who are trying to put push legislation on certain things that might infringe on some rights and and others but it's um it it's a tragic um happening and, a, and an amazing um so, something amazing came out of it which anybody yeah. for all of us who go and do ride sharing uh yeah so it's pretty yeah, yeah. To, to have it put into law those those are good laws that are that are that help protect us but uh, mainly for part two like i said it was going to be short but it was really just to honor samantha her life and then her legacy which is sam's law which is amazing and we'll try to keep bringing stories that talk about not just the victim and um and then kind of the intrigue behind the the person who perpetrates the crime and and their families and what they're connected to because it doesn't make sense and that's why we keep talking about it we're just trying to figure out um how this happens and then also when we have cases where parents are able to take some take their grief and um and create a legacy for their daughter that helps us all so that was that's a lot of why i wanted to bring the story to the show uh because I'm heartbroken for Nathaniel, who seemed to be having a um, a life like the rest of us. And then something within him said, I need to do this uh, terrible thing. Of course, heartbreaks for Samantha, who won't be in, on this earth anymore. And then for her parents, who are going to live through this grief for the rest of their lives. But um, thankful that they took that next step for all of us to be safe. So um, that is the story, again, honoring Samantha's life and her legacy. So um, thank you, Jenny, for listening once again to me. Appreciate it as always. Thank you, Rita. Good co-host. All right, you guys. So thanks for watching this show. We've got more and more and more stories to come and um, to share with you. So 
just join us on our channel. Please subscribe, like if you want. We're getting geared up. Takes a little bit longer because I'm the technical person on this team. So we're having a lot of fun and frustration and gray hair trying to uh, get it all going. But we hope to live stream in the next couple of months. So I'm looking forward to that um, more so than editing our shows. But um, thank you for listening and um, join us for our next show. Bye. Bye, Jenny. Bye.